Really Charlie podcast. A weekly show with the one person to make you say, Really Charlie? On the Really Charlie podcast. Tune in. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. I'm Charlie Perry, and today's host, and I'm going to call her a host because we want her to graduate and make her podcast a weekly thing, bi-weekly thing, definitely not a monthly thing. We got to hear more of her probably every week would be great, you know. So this is my host, Dawn Wagner Trudeau. And she works at your CBD store here in Tiverton, Rhode Island, because we are live from Tiverton, Rhode Island. It's the first time the Really Charlie podcast reached out to the state of Rhode Island. And I'm glad to be here. What's going on, Don? Hey, Charlie. Thank you for having me here with you. I'm very honored. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Good. um, This is um, something we talked about, and I was once you, you mentioned it to me, what you wanted to do and uh, and have a podcast of your own, hot topics and what, alternative solutions, we said. What did we say? Hot yeah. topics and alternative solutions. Solutions, yep. So um, this is, it's exciting because, you know, I, I think I had a small part in you getting on a podcast, you know, because you're a former guest here. Um, on the podcast, so I just hope that you continue with it and and take it off your bucket list and make it a reality, you know, because the things that I know that you know are very useful and essential to society, to people in general, so mm-hmm. we really, really need to get the message out there. Um, so you Thanks. want to tell us about yourself a little bit? Yeah, Um I've been a, a nurse for over 20 years, and um, I've been in the hospitals and the hospital settings, and then I um, decided that I needed to do some more studies and learn more about alternative medicine, mm-hmm. uh, natural medicine. Um, I studied with my mentor, uh, Dr. Vasu Brown, and um, I, I did alternative medicine with her. I did an internship for years, uh, a couple of years with her, four years. Um, and I continue to mentor with her. And um, I also went to school, uh, back to school. I um, got my bachelor's in nursing and then I went back again. And I, um, thanks to my husband, Gary, found um, a school that I really loved, Quantum University. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it taught me about um, alternative mindfulness, the whole mind, body, spirit, and how important it is that you 
can't heal unless you have all three components. So to me, that was pretty uh, critical, um, especially after being a nurse for, you know, still over 20 something years and learning this. And I graduated um, last year. I graduated um, from the program. I got my doctorates in integrated medicine. So I'm an integrated medicine doctor and I got a PhD in integrated medicine as well. And um, years of studying like nutrition. Um, I've, I've been in studies practically my whole life, you know, just learning, learning uh, what's, what's the right way to take care of our bodies, you know, and that's been the challenge, because even for myself, you know, I'm constantly challenged with what do you eat? Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you do to be at peace? To be mindful? Yes. To be uh, spiritual? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know. So it's taken me on this journey, which has been pretty wild. Awesome. Well, there you go, folks. The credibility is there. The college bills are paid in full, um, and she definitely has a. Bunch of documentation <laughs> behind us, right? So uh, I just um, I'm really happy to have you here. Thanks. And um, you know, we never, all of us don't know, we don't know everything, right? So when it when it comes to things that we don't know, we have to speak to people like you and give us some intellect, give us some knowledge, so we can get on the right path um, when it comes to alternative solutions mm-hmm. all right hey michael how you doing michael Sameo saying good evening charlie great to see you what about don you're leaving donna what's wrong with you hey michael, michael. You know, it, it, no it must be that that, that cushioning upbringing no money joking <laughs> he's a great guy um went to the u.s open you know he's fortunate you know can you imagine it? Oh my gosh! Wow. This is the year to be there, and um, you know, so that was that was great to know that he was there and um, get to see those, those great tennis matches. Yeah. The um, so we have a few things that you documented, and um, mm. so what do you first want to talk about? Um, I wanted to just talk about um, you know, how food is our medicine, you know, everybody has this posted everywhere nowadays and people talk about it. Um, and I don't think that we really dig too much into what exactly it means. Um, and I just want to touch base on that and like what it means to like, say you are what you eat Mm -hmm. and, um, what that means as well. Um, you also have to go back and look at like you are what you eat. What does, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like you go back and you look at, well, if you eat, if you're a meat eater, um, what is your, what is the, the, the animals eating? Yes. And then you're eating what they're eating. Uh, what are they spraying on your, 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 uh, vegetables, pesticides, fertilizer, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are putting fertilizer on their the crops and they don't even know that um what's the natural way of using you know what's some natural fertilizers out there if anybody has any natural fertilizer um out there and wants to comment 
um, and put it out there for other people that are um, that know, you know, where to go and um, uh, where to get some natural fertilizer. That's a great, you know, a great uh, information to put out there yeah. for everyone. But um, yes, I just wanted to talk about that and and just say, you know, many years ago. I remember, you know, just as, you know, as a kid, we used to have, I don't know about you, but we had milk delivered to the house. Mm -hmm. And how did it, how, how was your milk delivered? Do you remember? Well, the earliest memories I have is that it was in a glass bottle mm -hmm. with a, a paper cap on it. Yeah. You know, that's the earliest. And it was stored in a um, metal or aluminum uh, container outside the door. Yeah. And, um, so if he wasn't home, the milkman nope. would put it in that container, close it, and uh, then you would grab it and uh, bring it in the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um, it's interesting because how we get our milk products now, mm -hmm. um, they're no longer in glass bottles. Um, it The why you know we have all these plastic and environmental uh complaints about plastic why do we put our milk in plastic then why don't we put it back into glass because we're afraid it's going to break or the safety issues because mm -hmm. i don't ever remember the bottle ever breaking not once no. I, do, I i don't ever remember ever i think it's all it's it always leads down to finances you know with mm -hmm. the companies and um and that's the saddest thing about it because um, mm. I always, I mean, everything we do now is recycle, recycle, recycle. But guess what? The glass bottle could be recycled over and over again. Yeah. I mean, how many times we Sterilize you know, we're washing we glass, yeah, glass things in our own sinks and our own dishwashers, you know? So it, it all boils down to, to expenses and, um, and uh, believe yeah. it or not, most of the plastics are probably made overseas, you know. Yeah. Or or, or financed through companies overseas. So. Absolutely. Um, and that plastic is dangerous, you know. You're taking that plastic, and is it, um, you know, what are you getting? The PCBs that you're getting from that plastic is it, you know, is it toxic? I don't even think I see um any milk containers. They have mm -hmm. them on water bottles, but not so much on the the milk containers that it's it's free of toxicity on with the plastic that mm -hmm. you're drinking from um and then they have the plastic cap where we used to have the paper cap like you said um and then how is it being stored and uh actually you know what is it that you're feeding your cattle um one of the biggest things that we talked about the other day was hormones mm -hmm. you know i remember um, hormones was, uh, is, is a big topic right yes. now for me, for, for me seeing a lot of clients, a lot of patients have hormone issues, the thyroid yes. and, you know, the hormones are out of balance. Well, what are your cattle's being, um, injected with? Are they getting injected with hormones and antibiotics? Mm -hmm. Um, because if they are, that's going into your body. So, you know, that's not good. Um, no, just like we're absorbing 
what do you say, all that vitamin D and calcium, mm. guess what? We're also absorbing the the bad stuff, you know, or the stuff that is going to negatively affect us. You know? Absolutely. Um, so now that's milk. Yeah. And you talked about meat. The um, this, the country is now trying to get into a lot of eating vegetables. Mm-hmm. And um, we go back to the fertilizer. And mm-hmm. um, there's nothing sometimes better than something uh, made with vegetables. Meat goes, I mean, it's just, it's just good for me, you know. Yep. Coming from a, a Cape Verdean family, you know, we needed everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes, you know, growing up, you, you, grandmother, mother, you know, they only made meals, whatever they had, you know, yeah. so they can make things last for a few days, you know, yep. so, but, um, I never knew of this dish, you know, until a couple of weeks ago, it's called vegetarian hash mm. and it just had vegetables in it. It's fried up and you eat it for breakfast, lunch. But it had onions in it. It had some some beans in it. Um, there were some mushrooms. And it was more like a stir fry, but it came with the breakfast. And I think I could have ate that whole mm-hmm. thing for breakfast. That could have been my breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm leading to is that, you know, the country's kind of wanting everybody to lead to eating more vegetables, staying healthy. Um, and grabbing those vitamins from it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get away from beef, you know. As you can see, my full figure, you know. <laughs> I, I, I just love it, you know. Good steak, <laughs> a nice burger, you know. So, But even those things can be healthy. Yep. You know, if you're moderate. You know, in moderation. In moderation, yes. And that you're looking at, I mean, it's too bad that, it costs so much for grass fed and um, no hormones and no, none of all this filler in these meats. It's, it's really sad because people need to, um, they need to eat this. Mm -hmm. They need to eat this way. And it's unhealthy when they're not Um, like we, we were just saying, there's a lot of problems. A lot of people have sensitivities to corn and, a lot of people have sensitivities to uh, gluten and, you know, it was like a running joke a while back. It was like, oh, yeah, he's got to be gluten. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't need anything, you know, and, and there was a lot of jokes out there about it. But you know what? Um, there's so much stuff that's in our foods now that it causes our intestinal wall to break down. Mm-hmm. And we're coming into the the winter months, believe yes. it or you know, I don't even want to talk about it, but mm-hmm. we're coming into the winter months and our immune system, um, our immune system is where our gut is. Yes. If your gut's not healthy and you're eating this stuff, this is one way to protect yourself. True. You know, everybody's worried, you know, with COVID, with good reason and all these other things. What about having us go back to some natural ways of looking at the way that we um, eat our fruits, our vegetables, our meat, um, taking care of our gut. Yes. Um, what about stuff like that? And um, 
working on that first. It, um, and that's when you come in, you know, especially, um, I, I, I don't see like, well, this, there's plenty of health classes, but I think there should be a little bit more supplied in health classes that are in schools mm -hmm. because, you know, as most of my habits of my, the food that I eat came from when I was younger, mm -hmm. you know, me as well. Whether it's a, a routine and, 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 you know, type of foods that you may eat. And so why not kind of teach the younger generation, the younger kids, that this is good for you. This is what you should eat. What are the alternatives that I don't like a carrot, but what else can I eat? You know, and exactly. kind of go back and forth with kids about that, you know, and um, a good parent, a good chef will kind of adapt to what the their uh, uh, children may want, you know. Um, you know, I, I think I didn't eat peas, but I got uh, something <laughs> else. I would eat string beans, you know. Yep, absolutely, um, absolutely. I didn't, uh, I didn't like cauliflower, that's for sure. Really? Oh, I like cauliflower. But I, I, you know what? The funny thing is, there's got to be different ways that you can make it, too, and try those different ways. Um I was I had a conversation with my daughter uh, earlier, and um, she was telling me she loves okra, and I said, mm -hmm. "Oh, I hate okra. Yeah. I just hate that." And she's laughing. She she says, "Well, how did how do you eat it? Because it's great." And she was just sitting there eating the okra that she plants in her garden, and mm -hmm. I'm like, "Really? How can you eat that?" And I said, "Well, actually, I had it like ten years ago. I had it in a can," and she was like. Who eats okra from a can? I said, well, I did. I wouldn't do it now. You know, I watch what I what I eat, like try to stay away from canned foods now. You know, I've, I've learned. I've grown and grown to learn. <laughs> and But it was funny because you might not like something a certain way, and then you try to try it differently. Like for me, it was the can. You know, it wasn't fresh. Maybe the cauliflower putting certain seasonings on it no that that would that would have to be my alternative if i was going to eat it or had to eat it not that i have to but yeah i would have to try a different seasoning um other than maybe salt or pepper or something yeah. like that it's like just, the sriracha sauce something. <laughs> he needs uh, a spicy <laughs> yeah and i might eat i may eat it if it wasn't you know, some Chinese food, I'd probably eat it. <laughs> but uh, kind of blend it in with everything else. Um, so you have some, you have a few more questions. Yeah, and, um, I did. Excuse me, I, I hope I don't sneeze, but. Nope. Um, yeah, so I was, I, some of the stuff that I had that I was going to talk about was um, the antibiotics that go into foods and why, you know, people, why we have antibiotics in the foods. Uh, you know, when you have a mass production of anything, mm -hmm. there's always room for error. Anytime there's a mass production of something, how can you have it perfect? You can't. You, it's just too much in the chain and the demand. So the more demand that you have, um, you know, you have all these cattle. I couldn't even imagine having all these cattle in there. They're being milked by these machines. And um, not to sound gross or anything, but I'm going to 
tell it how it is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the udders, they're, they're being milked. Um, and it's, it's ripping the udder and then they get these little sores on their udders mm -hmm. and then they have to get, um, they have to get antibiotics because they got pus there. And I know it sounds disgusting, you know, but this is what's going to go in your food. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have a cat, a cattle that you're milking that has an infection. Well, they have to give them yeah. these antibiotics to clear them up so you can have the milk and not have a staph or some kind of infection growing in the milk. Mm -hmm. So when you see this, uh, it, it's kind of a, a little creepy to me, <laughs> but kind of goes you know, back to what you were talking about the liner of your stomach, yeah. it's probably a liner to the udder, you know, to uh, to protect it. Yes, so um, the uh, when we talk about alternative solutions, you know, and, and it's it's so many it's so that could be so broad mm -hmm. and yeah with your profession your alternative solutions would it be food would it be what would it be what would the alternative solutions that you would i think it's important to um to look at i mean of course you know especially today with with um, money situations, it's hard to buy organic. Sure. Um, there's certain foods that you can buy that, you know, root, root plants, you should always buy organic. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain things that you really need to get organic. And if you're able to do that, um, have those foods organic though. That's one solution, um, to cutting back on like the toxicity and the overproduction of hormones that we're putting into our bodies, mm -hmm. um, antibiotics that we're putting into our bodies. It's breaking down our gut liner. Um, and then another solution is, you know, mindful, mindfulness. Um, I can, I laugh because how many times do we have families today that sit down as a family unit mm -hmm and have a dinner or have a breakfast or have a lunch you know this is a big deal yeah, because getting away from it we don't talk to our kids anymore at the dinner table so that mindfulness that's mindfulness mm -hmm. is being able to sit down and talk to your kids sit down and and chew your food talk the mindfulness comes in the alternative solutions come in when it's when you're able to take the time to eat, you're not running off to McDonald's because mm -hmm. you have five minutes to get to this next appointment. And then you got to pick up the kids from this. And then you got to go here. Reorganize our schedules and try to bring back mindfulness. Try to bring back um, jotting things down, making a list for ourselves at nighttime. Make a list of the things that you want to do to sure. accomplish the next day. And check off those that list so you're not worried all night, up all night, thinking mm -hmm. what you got to do the next day. And then it carries over and we lose the, um, you know, our mindfulness of being just in the present, being in the moment. Yes. Most of us aren't in the moment, um, including myself. I'm always on the go, always going to do mm -hmm. something else. 
And I got to practice doing that mindfulness and being in the moment and taking the time to just breathe. Who's that one person that you have in your life that tells you to slow down? Ah, Anna. Anna. (laughs) My husband does. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, I only say that is because sometimes we can have, we have all the solutions and we can ask others to apply it. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes we kind of forget about our own selves, you know, and they're like, I got to speak to so-and-so, you know, Uh, Mario, I got to talk to him too, you know, I got to do this, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, someone sees you jumping around from place to place to subject to subject, the person to person, and um, you need that one person that's going to say, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. Gary saying, stop. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, my wife, slow down. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, uh, so I'm glad that um, you have someone that can do that. Uh, let's see. Michael says the environmental impacts, which are directly associated with our health and levels of immunity, have been front and center as we all process through the COVID virus. Yeah. So true. Definitely. I, I like Michael. You know, pe- Michael comes up with so many good things, you know, on my podcast. People may think that he's on the payroll, but he is. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I love that he's, he's very, very, um, his intellect is unbelievable. Yeah. Actually, I hope both of you guys connect. Absolutely. Because a lot of the alternatives that you talk about, um, he's very familiar with it. What are your intentions with the podcast? You know, bringing it front and center. What do you want to do? Um, I want to put out the information that I was taught um, more so recently. Well, and through the years, what changes I've made myself mm-hmm. and what I'm going through. Sometimes I get really frustrated, even with myself, on the things that, like, oh, why isn't this working? Why isn't that working? Um, it's okay yes. for things not to work. It just means it's time to change and do mm-hmm. something else a little different um, and not to be so hot on ourselves. So what I would hope from the podcast is to be able to communicate with other people what I know and learn from from the audience Um also because it's it's, you know, I can share what I've learned, but I like to know, there's other people out there that have information to put out there as well. And I want to learn from them as, mm-hmm. as much as they're learning from me. So awesome. that would be something that I would really like to do. That's great. I um, just want to um, just want everybody to share, you know, if you're viewing this through Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Share this podcast, you know, share it, get the information out there, get this information out there that, um, you know, so people will know about Dawn and her intentions. And uh, and there may be an opportunity where you become a guest, you know, on her show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, we talked about you having a meeting, you know, and meeting with people and talking and having open discussions about many, many things, you know, and um, 
So I hope that everyone that's viewing, if you want to, these are the things that you may want to talk about. And I, I highly suggest that you speak with Dawn and, and use her, her expertise and her professionalism to your benefit, you know. Yeah, and I, I think um, I would like to also, you know, have the opportunity to meet other people and talk about hot topics with alternative solutions that other people have. There's, you know, I'm not the only one that has, uh, that can come up with a solution. The whole thing, it's a platform for um, many to look at it and have the conversation. Like, what is the other solutions? Mm -hmm. um, so this is a great way to find that out and, and share stories and share um, not just education. You don't have to be, right. you know. Highly Could educated to do, to yeah. do that to know. I mean, you could have a your own personal story that's happened, and you know, want to share your own personal story um, and how you've overcome something that can help many other people. Mm -hmm. How to overcome something? Yeah, victimization helps out. You know, by the victim talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. it helps them, and it also helps others to have some empathy. You know. Um, for that particular person, but I'm um, talking about it as part of the therapy and uh, listening is also too, you know, you may, some people have these um, hidden things that have happened to them mm -hmm. and they just, they want to get it out, just don't know how to, mm -hmm. or, you know, in fear of getting it out and people, you know, and if you talk about it, there's others that may have an equal uh, uh story that's equivalent to theirs or or, or maybe even worse you know mm -hmm. and, it, and it says hey you know i went through this but um wow that man that woman went through a whole lot you know mm -hmm. that child went something through something even worse you know so but i um i i love i can't explain to you um how much i love doing podcasts and getting involved with um different people you know, I wouldn't have met, you know, our little circle, our mutual friends, you know, I would have mm -hmm. never had, that would never happen. Absolutely. And um, so it's, it's social media and, and podcasting mm -hmm. is it's something wonderful to me. Um, I think I'm listening and, and listening to more podcasts than I actually am doing, you know, as far as television, you know, so. And I think it's Great more, more truthful. Yeah, know? it is it truthful. Is. <laughs> um, you can actually have your, I mean, we all have our opinions about things. Mm -hmm. And then we all have our experience. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can just bring both of them together, your opinion and your experience. Yeah. Um, but it's a great way to, um, I'm really glad that you're, you're doing this because it is a great way to get uh, information out there. Mm -hmm. Um without really um, being censored on certain yeah. things, mm -hmm. uh, topics. Um, some topics are really sensitive. And, um, you know, we, we were talking about some topics, mm -hmm. and some of those topics are really sensitive, and you don't know how to bring these topics up because they are so sensitive. Yeah. We um, did the, the open discussion about a through z 
is so so important to society you know we have to have some conversations you know agree disagree mm -hmm. or agree to disagree and i talked about that earlier when i was viewing a, a friend's podcast you know and um it's very very important i mean i have i think i listened to five podcasts today um 75 percent of it was you know to my liking 25 percent mm -hmm. of it i differed a little bit um however it did educate me on some things you know so that's why i like it and mm -hmm. that's what i mm -hmm. i honestly believe i truly truly believe um that your your podcast and what you're thinking of your brainstorm is definitely going to be something that is very very popular and it's going to be very soothing to you mm -hmm. because you're doing something else to help yourself help others mm -hmm. and so i can't wait thank you i mean look, i just look how we set it up I, it's yeah I, I'm, it's, it is it is i was actually a little bit nervous about doing this but charlie you're you're good you're always you're always thank good you. you're Make things so easy going. You're smooth. <laughs> you do so it. it's 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 really been yeah pleasure. Um, mm -hmm. I I do want to say if anybody um, out there wants to hear, um, there was a, a podcast that I listened to the other day, um, and it was a friend of mine told me about the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna listen to it. It's called the Moth. I don't know if you've heard of this. What is it? It's called the Moth, oh, like okay. the Moth, yeah. M-O-T-H. Yeah. And I think it's out of um, Woods Hole. The okay. podcast is out of Woods Hole. Yeah. I don't know if anybody out there has heard of it, but um, I listened to this story about this young man um, that came from India. And I, I'm I'm gonna be ignorant here about like I forget what they called, but um, he talked about his turban, mm -hmm. and I forgot what the turban is called, but how he was not allowed to wear this turban, and it took him a while, and before he could um, uh, wear this, it's quite an interesting. Um, podcast to mm -hmm. listen to there's all different kinds of stories about you know different people giving their um, expertise on what they do or just it's nothing like they're not they you don't have to be highly educated or anything like that you can True. give anything on the podcast like this you know anything um but the topic was so intriguing to me because he shared his journey of how um, he lived in New Bedford. Mm -hmm. He went to the New Bedford schools and how his parents um, wouldn't let him wear the turban. His father wouldn't let him wear it. And I'm calling it a turban, but I, I know it's another mm -hmm. name for it. And I apologize. Um, but the, he couldn't understand how come I can't wear this turban. And he was saying, the father said, you'll know someday. Right mm -hmm. now you can't wear it. And as he got older, they wrap, they did a special wrap, but it wasn't the actual um, turban. Mm -hmm. 
And I guess what ended up happening was as he was growing up, he finally, at the age of, I don't know, I think it was like 16 years old, 15 years old, he could wear the turban. And he went to school and the kids were making fun of him. They would hit him in the head. Mm -hmm. They would call him all kinds of names. And it was, I, I couldn't believe the story and how I didn't understand what it meant and the value of what this turban meant. Yes. I just thought it was just a covering. Mm -hmm. I, and it's, it's the ignorance of not knowing of a culture or of something. And um, it's a, it's a spiritual, um, a spiritual belief that they have why they wear this. But um, the kids made fun of them. And the father said, when he came home, he goes, I understand, you know, why you didn't let me wear the turban. I mean, I'm kind of condensing mm -hmm. this, but why yep. you wouldn't let me wear it? Because you, in order to wear this, you have to have respect yes. and responsibility and mm -hmm. be able to stand your ground and not be able to back down from what it means and what it represents. True. And it was so shocking to me, like the, um, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes to just think about, you know, what people go through in their beliefs and how, when you're ignorant and you just don't know. Yeah. It, the, um, and the, I'm glad you bring this story up. For one, it, it's going to lead me to um, looking for that podcast. Um, and, and just kind of basically having something else to, to, uh, to listen to, give me an understanding, you know, because actually, you know, I learned so much. I'm listening, learning through so many podcasts. That story kind of amazes me and, um, and has my interest, you know, and it may be something that, you know, could be a future guest here. Yes. You know? And, you know, I, I, and I'm doing it a total injustice for what, no, you know, because I think the way that this guy explains the story, mm -hmm. he is such a great storyteller. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Like your story, he really tells it. And I, again, I'm ignorant to not knowing this. But when I was listening to it, I was just like, wow, this is like, it just blew me away. Mm -hmm. It really blew me away. So it, yeah, it's on the moth. It, it's a very interesting um, podcast. And thanks to Michelle, uh, my friend uh, Michelle out there had uh, turned me on to that podcast. So I want to thank her for it. Uh, Michael says, uh, how to tell a story, um, the essential guide to memorable storytelling from the moth. Awesome. Mm. See that? Michael, there's no uh, payroll, so don't be, <laughs> don't be digging up stuff. You know? <laughs> Thanks, so, Michael. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like see. I laugh about that because um, I go on some of my French podcasts as a guest, as a viewer, and I do the same thing. Oh, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Christine. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Christine. <laughs> so, the uh, I'm hoping that uh, we're gathering all this. Well, 
don't fear if you're uh, putting comments up there, whether it's on uh, StreamYard, um, well, not Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, we're seeing it. You know, it's coming across. I, and if there's some questions that you have that you want answered, and it may be later on that you're putting it in the comment section. Dawn has talked to me and said that she would gladly answer those questions. And if she doesn't answer them, I mean, get to them right away. She'll look for the answer um, and get right back to you, you know. Absolutely. So um, Michael says, I have read this book. It was a great way to tell a story. So true. Mm. That might be my next book. Yeah, mine too. Cause I'm actually getting away from reading hardcover books. I'm doing a lot of audible because I'm doing a lot of driving. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to at least listen to it like like we would listen to our radio, but I yep. want to listen to a book. And um so that might that's a going on my book. That's list. a that's a good that's a great idea. My girlfriend Alan told me to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh she said put a podcast on uh podcast or a uh audi audible book on mm -hmm. and just listen to it if you're driving you know so it's great i, I love it you know it's relaxing too yeah. some of the yeah it is it's either that or i'm gonna have to sing and uh, <laughs> you know, i don't think people are gonna like that <laughs> they definitely won't want my singing <laughs> <laughs> so the um do you have anything else for um us? i think i was uh I think I was talking about like um, some testing because I did, did have some things that came up from a few people. They were asking about uh, testing and blood testing and mm -hmm. um, how come, you know, our primary doctors are not able to find, you know, your problem. And you go to the doctors and I know this is a big one uh, and this is probably going to have a uh, continue two, three, four, <laughs> but, um, I've had people ask the question about, um, how come our primary care doctors are not finding problems? We go to the doctor's office and then, um, we're not able to, uh, we leave and we, we don't have any solution to mm -hmm. what's going on. Well, a lot of the testing it's geared towards, um, it's geared towards their um, ICD codes. Mm -hmm. So the ICD codes have, um, they give us a label. Yeah. And so many people have labels. You know, uh, anxiety, yeah. uh, depression. Uh, you have cardiac issues. You, you know, you got whatever. So there's so many things that people are um, labeled with. And they go to the doctors and they can't find the solution to that because when they need to find the ICD code to bill the insurance, mm -hmm. um, if you're not fitting into the, into the complete picture, yep. they can't bill you. Or if it's something that happens at home or during this time, it's not happening right now. Um, it's like taking a picture. Mm -hmm. You take that picture 
and you ever take a picture and like you're like smiling and you get the picture and your eyes are shut or you look mm -hmm. ridiculous in the picture. That's what the blood work is showing. It's just a caption of time. Uh, the specific the specific tests that they have to do and the insurance doesn't allow us or doesn't allow the primary care to take care of the patient like it used to. And this is a big problem. It's across the country. Uh, people aren't being able to see the doctors and find out what's going on. The doctor is not able to perform um, the duties that he once took an oath for. Mm -hmm. um, it's geared towards our insurance and our pharmaceuticals. And the pharmaceuticals, um, there's, a, there's a place and a time for everything. And... I personally, knowing from traditional medicine, being in the hospital, mm -hmm. you know, working in the hospital and working alternatively, that, um, you know, if you're going to injure yourself, if, well, not if you're going to injure yourself, but if you get, if you get hurt yes. and you break a bone or you have a heart attack or you, whatever, terrible happens, you go to the emergency room. You should be using pharmaceutical meds. You definitely should be, you know, that this is where acute medicine comes in. This mm -hmm. is where, um, you know, you definitely want to go to the hospital. You're not going to sprinkle oil on you, mm -hmm. essential oils to get rid of a broken bone or heart attack or whatever it is. Um, you need direct acute care. Mm -hmm. And over the long haul, when you continually use all these meds and then we got this leaky gut from the foods that we're eating and then all this other stuff, it wrecks havoc on our gut. Mm -hmm. It creates a, a breeding ground of dysbios, disease. Mm -hmm. um, and this ends up causing us not to be able to take care of ourselves, not because we don't want to. Yeah. We've got all the tools in front of us, but we got to rebuild the lining in our guts and um, learn how to take care of ourselves. So the alternative solutions, what I want to talk about is that, you know, I'm not saying traditional medicine is not good. Traditional medicine is good, but so is an alternative. Mm -hmm. Look for the alternative. If it's not working, you've tried everything then go to the medicine. Mm -hmm. If you need the medicine at first, because you have an acute care, stick with the medicine and try to see if you can work with your doctor to do alternative solutions. Makes sense. And it, sometimes you need both. Sometimes you need both, but um, there has to be a solution where you're, you're coming to an agreement with yourself that you're going to try to look a little bit further um, more than just a medicine mm -hmm. and try to learn to take care of ourselves a little bit better. And I'm hoping that these podcasts will help with that, finding solutions, people going on, meeting new people that can talk about, you know, different topics, different diseases, different illnesses that they might have and can share. True. The, um, some, sometimes you shouldn't be intimidated by your physician. No. You know? And even if your relationship is better with the RN or the, you know, in your, in the, in the office, 
communicate initially through them to get to your doctor or do it as a threesome, you know, with the RN there. And that way she can explain exactly, or he, I said, she, I'm always doing that. You know? She, he, he, you know, uh, so what I'm getting at is that you have that liaison in the office. Um, and if you're not comfortable with your physician, you might want to think of something else, you know, mm -hmm. um, I think that, uh, you know, a physician should be someone that you talk to very freely because your health is so important. So, um, but you know what, Charlie, you're, I, I agree with you, mm -hmm. but these doctors are um, held back um, to do what they, not all, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to speak for every, it, it, the whole, you know, all these doctors out there. But I do see there are a lot of doctors that are held back from doing what they feel that they think is the right thing to do mm -hmm. because this is under a bureaucracy of like red tape. Mm -hmm. This is, well, you got to do this because this is what I get covered for. I won't get covered for this. Mm -hmm. And who, who could be the Red Cross for everyone? They, yeah. they took on this role to help to take care of people, not to dish things out out of their pocket mm -hmm. and um, to help people. And there are some wonderful, wonderful doctors that do even that. They dish out stuff for their, their patients. But I think it's, it's definitely, it's a challenge. Um, I do alternative um, health. I have ageless wellness medicine.com mm -hmm. you can go on um or you can contact me through ageless wellness medicine at gmail.com um our number here is uh 774-264-9600 um, and just so everyone knows, I do alternative and I do work with um, primary care physicians to help to bridge the gap. What was the number again? It's 774-264-9600. And trying to find some solutions to helping some of these labels that we're given. Mm -hmm. There's so many labels, so many. Uh, I try to tell people that, you know, let's take the labels away. Let's look at the symptoms mm -hmm. um, and work on that because it's just too many labels out there. Um, you talk about coding and all that. You know, I was so, I was so frustrated just dealing with my insurance company. Um, only because I wanted to speak to someone one-on-one -on -one. <clears throat> and, uh, I just got tired of trying to do things, you know, whether it's chatting and you got a, you know, a bar or something, mm -hmm. you know, having a conversation with you. And, um, I just wanted to explain something and I couldn't, you know, finally over about 35, 40 minutes, I was finally able to get to someone. And speak to them one on one, mm -hmm. but uh, instantly I should be able to talk to someone. Mm 
-hmm. It shouldn't be instantly talking to the computer or doing some kind of, or having some kind of conversation through technology. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe that's the old school me, the old soul of me, um, and I got to deal with it, I guess, you know. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's your crisis. <laughs> you know, we all have our crisis and we look at things like this is a crisis for me right now. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm, you were in the moment of something happening and it's my health. If it's like, I'm having anxiety, I can't breathe, I have back pain, mm -hmm. I feel I feel crazy, I don't feel myself, I feel dizzy, I feel whatever it is, we want mm -hmm. the solution. And when you go, and that's what I'm saying, you go to the doctors and they don't give you a solution, and they send you home with, here you go, Charlie, here's sure. seven out of van to take home with you, mm -hmm. and we're going to have the social worker call you in the morning and you're sitting there wondering am i crazy how is this happening yes and this happens so many times over and over and over again mm -hmm. i have seen this and it's 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 actually sickening and i think michael wrote something about the healthcare system so the healthcare model and qualities of care in our country requires a complete reassessment. I agree. Mm. There's so many things. When you talk about medicine, you <clears throat> you can talk about education. You can talk about um, the court system, law mm. enforcement. We all need a new re, uh, reassessment of many, many things because we are changing. Things are changing in this world so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and that's based on, you know, based technology. It's so quick. It's, I mean, growing up, you know, we never thought we could speak to someone mm. instantly all over the world, you know, and get answers all over the world, you know, uh, or hear some tragic news that happened in, right. in wherever, and uh, we know it instantly, just as it happened. You know? Yeah. Um, let's see. We get about eight minutes, you know, so feel Is free. That, yeah, anybody have anything that they want to ask or um, comment on? I think, Michael, um, you, you're absolutely right. He is right on with everything. Yeah, sure um, I agree with him. Right. It's hard. It's hard to change, you know, these things overnight. Um, and the education behind it, you know, I do, I do own the, uh, the, your CBD store in Tiverton mm -hmm. where we are right now. Um, so it's your CBD store in Tiverton, Rhode Island. And, um, I did want to make a comment out there. I thought this would be interesting. I'll open this up sure. for maybe the next few minutes. But yeah. Um, so I don't know how many people know this, but, um, so I came into selling, uh, hemp products because I had so many patients that were sick, you know, cancer patients, you, all kinds of patients, mm -hmm. and they were going to different, um, venues to get hemp. 
and a lot of people out there didn't really know what what's CBD, what's hemp, what's marijuana, what's is cannabis marijuana, is cannabis hemp. Well, just just to kind of like back it up a little bit and put the brakes on that, marijuana is high THC, low CBD, and hemp is high CBD, low THC. So, um. When I started to come in, you know, somebody somebody introduced me to this franchise and they said, you should do this because I ended up getting my, um, I became board certified in addictions, um, all kinds of addictions, not mm-hmm. just drugs, all kinds of addictions. And um, I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to do that. And then it came down to the fact that, you know, some people were getting some really bad quality mm-hmm. products. Yep. And I thought, oh my God, you know, I want to be able to provide, I'm not only providing healthcare and telling people to take this supplement or take CBD or whatever, hemp. I want to make sure that they're getting it from a good source. Yes. They got good quality. They have certified um, a certificate of an analysis with a code and a lot number and all this stuff. Um, so I wanted to provide that if I'm providing good health, alternatively, we should also be able to provide something that is regulated by myself to look at because it's not regulated out mm-hmm. there. So with that being said, I just want to let everyone know that the state sent me a letter and the letter said that I could no longer sell hemp if I don't get licensed as a hemp provider. And I thought, what the heck? Mm -hmm. I got a store. I went through the process. I went to the town. I did this. I did that. What are they talking about? I'm selling hemp. So anyways, what ended up happening was I had to go to the police station. I had to get fingerprinted. I filled out my application, all this stuff, and submitted it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we're in the process of being licensed in Rhode Island as a hemp provider. And this is a new thing that they're coming down with because, and I I thought, you know, that's kind of weird. That's a little bit crazy to me. But then I was thinking, we're trying to provide the highest quality to people that are pure and that's pure and that isn't creating more problems for them to, you know, that has mold and all this other stuff in Mm -hmm. it. Want to have good quality. Know that if you're taking 10 milligrams of something, it's 10 milligrams. It's not 10 billion milligrams. That it's no, you know, there's no way Mm -hmm. that you can have this this amount um, and be this cheap. Five for a buck on Amazon. You know, this is all craziness. So I did say with the staff, Anna and Mario, I said, you know, Maybe there's a reason why we need to do this. We need, you know, we're we're providing good quality. We're mm-hmm. providing good care. We're providing alternative solutions. We're going to be licensed. We're going to go through the process. So just want everyone to know we are going through that process to be licensed as hemp providers. Um, there's no longer going to be um, people selling hemp in Rhode Island, and it's supposed to go nationwide. I don't know how soon, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to follow suit nationwide that you're not going to be able to buy hemp unless you're 
uh, qualified. You know, I I thought it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was some things that I thought, well, is it a money thing? Mm-hmm. Could be. I think so. But it, 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 I'm not. I think everything is. Everything truly has some kind of value to it. Um, and whether there's no value to it, they want to make some value to it. But all in all, you know, I'm glad it's it's going that way because, you know, you don't want to have some kind of overdoses, you know, oh, some yeah. kind of uh, bad reactions and yep. stuff like that. So I, I just, I think it's good, you know, and uh, you got to follow your lead on this and then yeah. just, just uh, take it as it's coming, you know, and, yep. and have something like that on your wall eventually, you know. Yeah. Um, where, but um, no, good for you, and it, it's good for the state of Rhode Island, and hopefully the the whole country continues to follow that lead, you know, and uh, then we'll have a healthier country. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe, I believe it. Hopefully, it's it, you know, I we got to look positive at this, you know, because I was I gotta say I was a little angry at first. Mm-hmm. Won't say what I said, but I was a little upset. Well, it's called but, a really Charlie podcast. Really yeah. say what you. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, it, after cooling off and being mindful yep. of what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I was not happy about it. Um, Anna and Maddie can attest to that, and so can Gary. Mm-hmm. But um, we're gonna follow follow what we need to follow and um, keep it safe for people you know i know there's other things out there that but we're gonna stay on the on this path we're gonna just i'm staying in my lane and True. staying on this path to to keep it safe and i'm pretty sure you're not you're not the first you're not the last but you can definitely be a mentor for others that are kind of leading in the same direction that you are where they may come to you and say hey you know i need some guidance on this mm-hmm. i'm gonna open a business few miles down the road and need your help we got to do this as a group uh, together you know and and make a health healthier town healthier state um could you help me out and then you become a spokesperson for mm-hmm. you know certification and absolutely stuff like that. absolutely um let's see did i read this last comment michael wrote let's see the healthcare groups i am actively working with our mandate includes reviewing each model, financial, sorry, model, financially, compliance, and medical before any decisions to invest or time and money in those institutions, which, hmm. um, which is true. And he's, uh, That's awesome. He's an administrator. Please, please look at Michael's comment. It's... um. It's pretty like I'm gonna put it up there, but I don't, this is why I read it out so loud because it covers the whole page. You know? mm-hmm. Just read that when you have a chance, and feel free to comment on it. Um, but it it's definitely uh, the gospel, the gospel from Michael, Michael. Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> the um, let's see. I am um, very, very happy. Now, what's your next step? What are you going to do? 
when are you gonna you're gonna try to do this every week or bi-weekly i think i'm putting you on a spot right now yeah i don't know i think we should be doing it weekly i want to put i think you know because i have you know a few topics that people have brought to me to talk about. I know the food was one of them, mm-hmm. you know, this was just, you know, just an opening um, and the medical uh, insurance. Mm-hmm. That's a hot topic, but um, yeah. And this is what it is. Hot topics, alternative solutions. What are the solutions? So I think weekly would be really good on Wednesdays mm-hmm. at what, uh, Six o'clock on Wednesdays, is, or is that? I have some scheduled these next couple of weeks, um, so we can probably. I think there's like a Wednesday that there's something going on, but uh, I'd have to look. But I think you know, I think Wednesdays at six um, would work. But okay, we can. Oh, we'll work it out. out. We'll try to do something. Um, You know, most of my podcasts start at seven, but we can probably do something virtually. Yeah. Where I'm at home. Or seven o'clock if that's the time that you. Um, No, like six would have to be your time because most of my other guests are on at seven. Okay. So it would be something where we kind of set it up virtually. I send you the link. Mm hmm. You set up maybe in this room or anywhere else. Okay. And then we kind of just go back and forth like we did the previous podcast that we yep. had. So we can do something like that. And if anybody has any uh, topics that they want to um, um, want me to share on any of these podcasts, mm-hmm. anything, um, I mean, I don't want to be talking about something that, you all don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> so anything that you have that is of interest to the audience, um, just put it up there and let us know what it is that you want to talk about because um, it'll get this ball rolling. Get this rolling. And I can really kind of dive di- deep and investigate some of the stuff that uh, you want to put up, you want me to share. Mm-hmm. If it's knowledge that I have already, or if I have to go out and research something and bring it back to the podcast. Okay. Well, I'm definitely ready for this, and we're going to continue to advertise, you know, Dawn Wagner Trudeau. Thank you. Got to put both her names in there, you know. She <laughs> has them for a reason, you know. <laughs> but they, uh, we definitely want to get this out there. And um, I'm going to gladly help out as much as I can, 110%, and make sure that we um, bring this great information to you. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thanks, Charlie. Good good job, as always. Thanks. All right. Let me see. I'm going to... I just want to let you know that we will be airing Wednesday. Um, Let me see. My guest Wednesday will be um, well, anyways, I'll have the Really Charlie podcast coming to you live 7 o'clock Eastern Time here on StreamYard, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, 
please subscribe to the Really Charlie YouTube channel. Like it, subscribe to it, and you will not miss any of my podcasts. This podcast will be uploaded to Anchor um, within the next couple of hours. Once I once I do get home, um, I will upload it to to Anchor and Spotify. So feel free. You can listen to it later on or listen to it in the morning. Um, and it will be live. Not live, but you will hear our conversation. So, and, um, all right. Thank you very much, Charlie. Thank you. Really, Charlie. Yeah, really. <laughs> God bless you all. I'm going to end the podcast with my favorite song by Lionel Peter Walker. Take care, y'all, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. It's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yeah, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yo, yo, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Bump into your broadcast. Grab a chance, fill your glass. Yeah, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. Yo, it's the Really Charlie Podcast. It's whoops. I'm going to end it. the really charlie podcast making memories last your time my time we all shine on the really charlie podcast